0: Chris Bazzio joins us now. Let's talk some baseball. What's up, boss
1: TC, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good, brother. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. I actually feel safer than you do, probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, boss, I know you liked a little DJ Cool there. You could get into that, couldn't you? Oh yeah, oh, that, yeah. That, that, That's how we. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. I know. I bet that that's was uh, that was that was playing in, in the locker room back at Wrigley Field back in the day in the clubhouse, wasn't it?
1: Uh, actually, it was a little further back, I believe.
0: That's true. I yeah. know that's true. That's that's way back. That's way back in the day. I understand, man. All right, Boz. Uh, you know, I'm not happy about what's happening uh, with the Astros right now as they dropped the first two games in the ALCS. But I'm going to play the contrarian here, Boz. Okay, devil's advocate, whatever you want to say. I'm taking the other side. I'm going. Hey, who's the best team on the road this year? Houston Astros, right? They've owned the Texas Rangers, especially there. In Arlington, so I I think that Dusty and the boys can get this back to two
1: two. What are your thoughts, man? We were road warriors, and I I remember the feeling about God just just get us out of Chicago because we Chicago. I mean, it was you know back in you know 14, 15, 16, 17. I mean, every night it was like a nightclub in that stadium. It just thumps you know and we we had the team to back it up and you know Houston the past couple of years have been the hated ones remember you know it's not too long ago where they had a bunch of turmoil that they had to overcome when Dustin took over they handled that pretty good so it makes sense they're a very good road team still very surprising um Man, the right handed bats gotta, gotta do something because the, and we talked about this before, the lefties are carrying them. Absolutely carrying them. Al has to get on base. You know, like we, like you said, Brantley, amazing what he's doing for the time he's missed, but the guy's a hidden machine. You know, and they're, Texas is getting the line moving. And I just feel like Houston's going for the big swings right now. I think they're going for, they're getting a little big, a little long on the swings. And Texas pitching staff exploited it. But you can't deny the success on the road for Houston. And I really just don't know what Scherzer is going to be able to bring to the tank. I mean, I know he's going to be pouncing around and if he gets a strikeout, he's going he's to walk the chicken coop. You know, walking around and I don't know it's you know it's tough when you haven't pitched in a while especially for a team that has a lot of success in that park you know getting to getting to a guy that they've they've gotten to before.
0: Buzz the chicken coop how do you walk the
1: chicken coop? It's a rooster walk kind of strutting your your feathers after he strikes the guy out and uh, now we're going, back to your, at- we're
0: going to Cordova now. We're going to Rancho Cordova, California, right now. Because well, some- I did
1: I had so many strikeouts, I didn't want to walk around because I didn't <laughs> want to tire myself out. So I just back it up.
0: Okay, man. Okay, that's good. Uh,
1: Jordan Montgomery, he
0: was phenomenal for Texas in Game One. I remember being at Wrigley in the summertime. Remember uh, that that get, you know, uh, courtesy of Chris Bosio against the Card- Cubs Cardinals and that beautiful there day that know. I was there. And Jordan Montgomery is pitching for the Cardinals, and the Cubs lit him up like a Christmas tree. And Cardinal says, "Let's let's get rid of this guy, okay?" And now this guy has been a wonder for Texas. I'm still not seeing it, Baz. I'm not, you know, he's not a big strikeout guy. But you know, if you listen to the media out there, they're all over
1: this guy's jock. You know, look at the years he's had when Mike had him, Mike Maddox had him as pitching coach when they were with St. Louis. Yeah. Um, Completely different pitcher. Mike Maddox is a big sinker curveball guy. Loves the combination of that. You know, changeup, you know, any pitch at any time when it comes to the changeup, that's why you've seen – you know, 3-2 change-ups out of this guy. You know, he's, he's not afraid to throw any pitch, you know, and your catcher gives you a lot of confidence in that, but the kid's grown up. I mean, I, I'm very surprised at what he's done, but it's been also very impressive, very impressive.
0: On the flip side, Framber Valdez not good in game two last night. He continues to struggle. What are you seeing with him?
1: I don't see the crispness in his secondary stuff that I've seen before. I mean, this guy had swing and miss, and you're not going to touch it. You're going to be lucky if you can foul it off low. I mean, there's a difference between foul balls that are three different heights. Pull foul balls up, which you got to be careful of, line drive pulls, and then low pulls. His last year, the year before playoffs and all that, it was either swing and miss or low pulls. Never really up in the air. Once in a while, because of the stuff, straight back and up. But, man, he's getting squared up, and I, I don't know if he's healthy. Normally, that's a sign of shoulder fatigue because you can't generate that arm speed right at the end. And that's the key to secondary pitches is your arm speed upon release and getting your hand down below your kneecap. If you've got a quick hand, you can get the batter to swing. But if you can't create a quick hand, you're not going to get the hitter to address the pitch. But also, that ball is going to stop because of your, you just don't have the arm speed and the the revelations. And that's what I see. I mean, he's, he's getting tattooed and there's not a lot of command on the break. A lot of, a lot of leakies, you know, where they leak out and then a lot of pulls. I mean, this this guy had a wiffle ball, you know. Watching him last year, but again, it's man, it's tough to do, absolutely tough to do. And you got to give you got to give Texas credit. You know, again, they kept the line moving. They didn't get big. Couple opposite field singles here, an error on a low swinging foul or swinging bunt. That was huge. That was floodgates right there.
0: Chris Bosio joins us, former pitcher and pitching coach. Always love it when he uh, chimes in with us. Say so here, we're talking ALCS, NLCS, Game Three. Christian Javier going against Max Scherzer. Uh, two guys that have kind of struggled, but Javier has been that guy. He's been pretty dependable, you know, with the Astros, and especially here in the postseason, he's been okay. Like you said, we're not sure what we're going to get from Scherzer. Give me a Game Three pick here. What do you think is going to happen?
1: I, I like Javier. I mean, he's Kids throwing the ball well, and it's just too difficult to figure out what you're going to get from Scherzer. You know, the the one thing I I, I do think you're going to see one of these teams are going to they're going to throw some crooked numbers on the board again, and and history tells us, you know, that's going to be Houston. You know, I like my chances with Javier on the mound against the guy that hadn't pitched since september 12th i believe
0: now i know a lot of people that uh, are looking at the rangers here and they'll look at the last time javier faced the rangers he went four and a third gave up eight earned runs in nine hits but that was a game that the astros talking about crooked numbers still won the game 12 to 11 that was on july the third but uh, he's had some he hasn't faced him since then but he's had some pretty uh, good performances um you know, against uh, against him going back uh, last year, some very very good performances last September. But uh, yeah, Javier's only only seen him once, which, was, which is kind of weird. And I'm, I agree with you with Scherzer; you're not sure what you're going to get. I think the Astros are going to be a live dog in in game number three. Speaking of which, on cue, the dog starts to bark. What kind of dog is that? Is that a live? to
1: Corky. I'm watching my daughter's two Corkys. And they're they're guard dogs, so anybody that walks by they they let us know. They're very good dogs.
0: Okay. Hey, NLCS. Uh Phillies win last night, five three. Your boy Kyle Schwarber starts it all off with a leadoff homer last night. Bryce Harper follows that. Two homers in the first. And then uh Castellanos hits hits one later. Philly defeats the Diamondbacks five three last night. Uh Harper. Uh, Stotts—they've been having a, a great postseason. What do you
1: see with Philly? I—the last conversation we had was about Harper. Yep. And he keeps doing—he keeps doing damage. You know, and if they keep trying to pitch to him, Phillies are going to walk right through this thing. If they're smart and they pitch around him, you're going to have to make Schwartz, sure who's hitting 196. I mean, I know the guys. Hit almost 50 home runs total this year, but Harper right now is literally squaring up everything. And you got to be smart. You got to pitch around him, make the other guys beat you. You have to do it. If not, again, like I said, Philly's going to walk right through this thing. Because Harper's, you think about a couple of those parks they could be playing in, in Houston or Arlington, warm air ball flies. And it's gonna be gonna be entertaining if Philly's able to advance. But uh I'll tell you what, Arizona scrappy, they hung around. They were they were swing away, you know, from doing it and uh they're not gonna go away. I think they're gonna they're gonna push him but Philly's they just got too much it seems like every guy in their bullpen throws ninety eight, you know. Two of them from the left side throwing 100.
0: Not a lot of teams have that. Kelly's going tonight for the Diamondbacks. He's been good. Aaron Nola, 2-0 in the postseason. Kelly won, just like last night's matchup. Uh, it was a battle of, of teams that were uh, that had pitchers that were undefeated here in the postseason. Can Arizona get the job done tonight and just kind of break down this matchup?
1: I think Nola's too much. He's just he's picking up. Picking up steam. I mean, he he looks like he's pitching downhill. Uh, Arizona Arizona's got to play perfect. You know the momentum, that crowd. They've got three hitters hot right now. Castellanos, you know he's a teammate of ours. I mean, this this guy can hit, but I can't believe what this guy's doing. I mean, it's, it's historic. And now you got to deal with him from the right side. Um, very, very entertaining. You know, Arizona's going to need a, a big, a big hit from a couple guys, you know, to, to make this thing happen. I don't, I don't even know who it's going to be. I couldn't even tell you, but that's, that's the story with Arizona. That's what makes literally the longest shot on the board so entertaining to watch, you know, and, and I think in all of us, we, you know, we're like, man, that'd be, yeah, it's okay. We, we're pulling for them. You know, but steep, steep thing to try to go up against in Philly, you know, playing for the World Series last year. They're right back there undefeated in the playoffs. Man, Philly's got it going right now. They got it going. They do. All right, my friend. Great stuff as
0: usual. boss. we'll let you get back to it, man. We'll uh, look forward to talking to you next week. We'll get a better, clearer picture on both these series. Heck, uh, they could be short series, too. We'll have to see. But uh, a lot of firepower with all four of these teams right now. We'll just see uh, how it all plays out. Brother, appreciate you, man. You, you got you got, you got a good spot for me in New York?
1: Come on, man. I need some good food spots. Hit me. You know what? I always I always went to the street vendor, guys, because I felt like that was always – the best food because they always work the hardest
0: you know i had one of those uh, earlier today i told this i was telling the story earlier but I had, I had a great little steak sandwich man yeah. a c- corner deli grill that was fantastic but i can't do the do the sabret water dog Boz. i can't do that man <laughs> now, come on you give me you give me tons of places for chicago you spent so much time in, with road trips into new york city give me a good italian
1: restaurant Boz. come on you know what? There's a really good place that I went to a lot. Uh, what was the name of it? Oh, Room Service. There you go. <laughs> hey, what's that on the corner of? <laughs> what's across <the> streets? <laughs> I don't know. All you got to do is dial 911 and tap somebody.
0: You know, who? ladies and gentlemen, that is Chris Bougie Bazio.
1: Room Service. Oh, my God. You're too bougie, Boz. You know what? bowl of soup and a diet coke i'm good and i know, I know. it's going to cost me 40 bucks but i'll live with it
0: that's my man take care brother appreciate <laughs> you <laughs> all right take it easy
1: much love from me
0: chris bosio how about that room service